ladies and gentlemen. The Bruins lost hockey games. And we're back. Good old adversity, eh? Yeah. I mean, I, I say that as the intro, even though the three games after that, they, you know, they had a three-game losing streak, then they had a three-game winning streak, so, you know, it Season's balances over. out. But, um, yeah, we're back. The Bruins went 4-3 and three in our absence. This was, I mean, basically, I think we actually stuck to the plan of when we planned to record, so congratulations to us. This very rarely happens. Um, round of applause. Um, Pat on the back. Yeah, All literally. Nine. Should we just dive right in? Start going through the games. Got a few Bruins notes, a few random other notes, some baseball stuff, some football stuff. Not too much in theory, but it's us, so yeah, who knows? I just want to quickly say last year on December fourth, the Bruins were twenty and three. <laughs> They're seventeen, four and three. It's done. Yeah, I remember um like a few day few days ago, like literally one or two days ago, like the NHL account like tweeted out the Rangers um record and was like absurd. They're eighteen four and one, which is very good. But like absurd we saw absurd last year. <laughs> like Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And besides the Bruins are seventeen four and three. So thank God for the loser point. Uh yeah. Thriving off of it right now. Yeah. All right. Um, November 22nd, the Bruins played a game against the Florida Panthers. Oh, that Um, was fun. Yeah, that that game was fun. Um, Surprised Charlie McAvoy did not get hurt. Yeah, I'm surprised he lived, actually. I'm surprised he made it out of whatever they're calling the arena nowadays. Um, Yeah, I didn't (laughs) realize they changed that name. Again. Uh, What is it again? It was Florida Panthers Arena. Amerant Bank Arena. Sure. It was like FLA Live Arena. Yep, and then before that it was BB&T Center. Yep. There's it's Basically, gone through so many names. Team. Yeah, pretty much. Um Could you imagine just like TD Gardens getting changed every year? Just the thought of that is so out of this world. Yeah. But then we remember, oh, Florida Panthers. They might be a joke, but they also might have made the Bruins joke. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, in that right. game, uh, Coyle scored in the first period. Um, Beecher got his third of the season, and Jake DeBrusque got on the board again, finally. Uh, that was his second of the year. And uh, in his... Oh, okay, he didn't have a point against Columbus, but in his last eight games, or last... You write that Columbus game off. Yeah, in his last seven games, he has three goals and an assist for four points. Seems like he's getting back to playing more like he did last year. Um, so he might have been on to something when he said there's probably really nothing to worry about here. Perhaps. Wow. Yeah, and it's just like when when the team's playing well, yeah, sure, they had that little three-game losing streak, but it's like... Overall, they're still they're still seventeen four and three. Like, there's not much you can really complain about. The lines are in a jumble every single night. It's every single Bruce Cassidy night. hockey classic, <laughs> um, where no one's 
properly together. Yeah, it's a it's a mess like normal. You know it. I'm not concerned still, and he is on a bit more of an uptrend, so we take that. We do take that. Um, although that was a very good game by Allmark against the Panthers. I remember that. Oh yeah, very good game. Um, then we go to November twenty fourth against the Detroit Red Wings, and I didn't watch that game thankfully. Yeah, I I like had it on. I didn't pay full attention to it, and kind of kind of glad. Um, yeah, just down two zero after at the end of the first, and you get DeBrusque on the board, and then you're back down three one, and then you get Heinen to score, and then. 50 seconds later, Detroit takes the lead again, and then they get an empty netter, and it's just like, all right. Um, I Truthfully, I don't remember too much from this game. Other than that, it this was Swayman's birthday game, right? I, uh, I, think, I think so, so right? Because it was a loss. Um, yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> On his birthday, he gave up four goals, which, that's sad. <sighs> but That's a lot for him. It really is. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'd like to think it's a lot for any goalie, but... Um... Especially for him, though. Yeah, yeah. It's like, man, I, he I mean, allows that many in four games. I mean, to be fair, four, four days ago, he did allow five to... Or like, four know, days before that, he allowed happen. five to the Lightning, but you it was also on 47 that. shots. But anyways, uh, since then, in his last three starts, he's given up three goals. So that helps. Or wait. Nope. Sorry, not start. In his last three games that he played, because he came in for Allmark in the Columbus game that I did not watch. And he gave up two goals then. In twenty six minutes. What happened that game? We're we'll get to it. Um <laughs> <laughs> Then we go to November twenty fifth against the Rangers, which was a seven four loss. I'm so glad I was blacked out of that game. So maybe I take back what I talked about last episode about the blackouts. I think I like them now for that game specifically. Yeah. Um, this I game... tried to watch it on a totally legal stream, but it yeah, kept yeah. freezing. So I gave up and <laughs> I gave up. And you know what? When they, what was it? Coil that scored to make it like a two or one goal game. I was like, oh, dang, I wish I was watching. They're about to come back. And then I checked my phone a little bit later. He made it a two-goal game, but yeah. I couldn't remember. In the third, he made it 6-4 Rangers. <laughs> yeah. I This was the same uh, as like the game before, where I kind of just had it on, but wasn't fully focused on it. And I am glad, because, yeah. This, this game was Allmark's turn to give up a lot, and... Hey, whatever you know, they do, they do together. Yeah, apparently. And, you know, going into that game, you look at the stats that Quick and Allmark have on the season. Like, Jonathan Quick has a 918 save percentage. You're not expecting him to give up four goals. And Allmark on the season has a 918 save percentage. You're not expecting him to give up seven. <laughs> but he did. On 40 shots, sure. granted. And he didn't receive too much support. But, yeah. McAvoy was on minus three in that game. Yikes. Ouch. Then we get to the Columbus game on November 27th, which I fully did not watch. Didn't see a second of it. What happened? If I'm being honest, I 
I don't even remember. <laughs> like, Fair. I, let me pull it up. Maybe something will spark my memory, but I just remember that being a just a gross game. Obviously, the final score shows that, but I, I don't really have any... What are my takeaways? Besides garbage. I mean, Columbus goes up 4 nothing, and then Potter scores. Hey, that's cool to see. Beecher scored again. The young guns they getting can, on the board. should take him game. out of the lineup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just a whole bunch of garbage. I mean, at that time, Columbus was 6-12-4 and four going into that game. Can't lose that game. Jesus. But it's also November, so... Yeah. It's kind of... Kind of... Um, well, that sucks. And then <laughs> move on. Although, man, I swear... Pavel Zaka can't win face-offs. <laughs> I'm looking at his face-off percentage of that game, 27.3. Yikes. What is it on the season? Um, well, if a cat would get out of the way, I could tell you. Sorry, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> it is um, exactly 50% on the season. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> um, but I don't I think that's been going down. Here yeah. is last five games on the face-off dot. 50% last... Last night against Columbus, against the Leafs, twenty nine point four percent. Against the Sharks, sixty percent, and then the Blue Jackets, twenty seven point three, and the Rangers, sixty percent. So he's consistently. <laughs> so it's just going to be sixty or like thirty, and somehow that balances out. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> Obviously, he's never been a great face off guy. Yeah, but yeah, no, that was just a that was a very gross game that I did not see coming. I thought that they would roll right through. Ah, easy win. But I guess that goes to show that there are no easy games in the NHL despite what a record shows. Especially when Spencer Martin's in goal. That guy's just Timothy <laughs> against the Bruins. But not Brad Marshall. But we'll get to Brad that. that also, sorry, what happened... Justin Danforth scored an empty netter um, with six minutes to go in that game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Bruins finally got on the board, and it was like, God, with seven minutes to go, seven-something left, I think it was, when he, when Montgomery pulled. Oh, my God. Which goalie was in? I don't even remember. Uh, he pulled At that time. Swayman I can't remember who started. Because Allmark started. Yeah, I can't remember which goalie played which half of the game. Actually, wait, um, I don't know. No. Yeah. What? You know Who? what? We'll just say one of the goalies. <laughs> Flock to the They bench. both don't have bad enough stats for me to be able to distinguish this. Like, Swayman was you know 17 what? It was for Swayman 19. Who started. Allmark was 18 for 20. It was Swayman who started, uh, okay. I think. Because I do remember being like, why would he pull Swayman? Swayman wasn't even bad. But, Weird. Um. Yeah, that was just a. All, now that we've talked about that stuff too, like that was just a very weird game. <laughs> well, just odd, and I'm so glad that that was. What was that a Monday night game? Yes. In November. Yep. <laughs> Swiftly moving on. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. Uh, then we go to November 30th against the Sharks, which, you know, three-game losing streak going into that game. You're hoping to be able to turn something around. And, you know, they, they did. It's San Jose, so you're not 
you know. I would have been worried if they lost to them. Yeah, you're not like absolutely excited that you win that game, but it's but it's a okay, back on the right track. Swayman has a 26 save shutout. You got Saka, Heinen, DeBrusque on the board. You know, you can't can't really complain about anything from that game, right? It's just you yeah. take it, you business. Keep going. Yeah. Um, I just realized from the Rangers game, we forgot to mention oh. Jacob Truba and his um his 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 high stick. That's what they called it. Um, I might call it. Fun. Yeah, I might call it trying to hit the ball for fifty. Um. What about that Instagram reel I sent you? <laughs> like I made I made the joke to my mom. Like I showed her the clip and I, I said that it's like Trubo was trying to hit a home run using Frederick's head. Um That's a good description. And then you sent me that reel and I showed that to my mom and said, I swear I didn't make this, but because yeah, it was <laughs> It was Truba and Frederick, like, it was Bautista. It was the bat flip, like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but really, that's Surely what it was. a $5,000 fine. Yeah. And I had a Rangers fan try to tell me that the video was doctored. I saw that. that to um, which. To which. Doctor videos, man. Um, one of the people who works on the. Uh, not play by play, but like the replay on. The Nesson broadcast DM'd me and said, can confirm that it was not altered. And I was like, okay, I didn't need that confirmation because duh, but thank you. <laughs> no, I think you doctored it. Yeah, obviously. I'm that skilled at completely editing. A, like, <laughs> completely I, wasting time. Yeah, if I could do that, I mean, I, yeah, sure. <laughs> You'd see a lot more posts by me. <laughs> but no, it was just... And I, you know, the people that were like, oh, look at the other angle. Congrats, it shows the same thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> what's it? Yeah, it was, what did Steve Dangle say? Let me, let me find his tweet. Um, yes, he said... Truba swung his stick and whacked Frederick in the head, but if you look at the other angle, Truba swung his stick and whacked Frederick in the head. Like, it's just... Yeah, you you see you see the other replay. Like, I don't know. Like, sure, you can say maybe Truba's trying to free his stick, but, like, I don't even buy that. Like, why are you full force swinging like that to get your stick free? That's just not how that is. And it's barely even, like, held back in the replay. Like, I... It should have been a five-game suspension, not a $5,000 fine. Remember a couple years ago in the playoffs against Carolina when Derek Forbert very clearly on accident, uh, I think it was Tara Vine and maybe Ajo with a high stick and they find, find him for $5,000. I remember that off the top of it, my head. It, it's such a random thing. Yeah. Hold but, on. Uh, Tara Vine. I'm trying to, 
trying to find a video. Yeah, I'm trying to find a video. I, I figured out that it was Tara Vinen, but now. <laughs> yeah, I, but I do remember it was like a, I think he went to block like a shot or a jump in, and he kind of like on the backswing after, like kind of caught him in the face, and they gave him 5,000 for that. But when you baseball swing at a guy's head, that's $5,000 too. Yeah. Like it was two hands on the stick at his head. Like I'm surprised he didn't break his clean stick. player too, though. So. Oh yeah, obviously. No one, you know, someone that does not have a history of any, you know, any bad hits. No. Yeah. Just another example of Department of Player Safety not doing the safety part. Yeah. They're just a department. Yeah, NHL Department of Player. My favorite. Uh, I just rewatched that Truba thing. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> it gets worse as you see it more. Yeah, it's just like, oh, wait, what happened? Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah they're, they're... <laughs> hey, they play Saturday, don't they? Or is it next Saturday? Next Saturday. Yes. Oh, host the Rangers. Oh, Frederick, do your thing. Although I guess... According to Truba, Frederick was kind of like more confused, not upset. So I guess we'll take Jacob Truba's word for it. Yeah. Trustworthy as always. Of course. Uh, moving on from that, we have December 2nd, which was Saturday, against the Leafs, a 4-3 overtime win. And it should have oh, just been... they didn't win. What? It should have just been a 3-2 regulation win but here we are yeah well i'm just surprised that they won i mean ryan reeves was playing yeah i mean he he really did he really did a lot in his five minutes and 57 seconds of ice time along with two penalty minutes three-year contract (laughs) (laughs) let's see what is it that he makes (laughs) 1.35 Danton Heinen makes 750k. Or, oh, sorry, 775k. Whatever. How dare you make that rounding error? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was... Uh, always fun when the Bruins play the Leafs. Um, I mean, do you want to talk about Reeves and, you know, what he did in one of those five minutes of... Uh, well, that's what he got the penalty ice. for. If if we're talking about the hit on Patra, yeah, that was yeah. Which like okay, it's a it's a it's probably a two minute penalty for boarding. That's yeah, it because he hits boarding. the player into the boards. Puck's gone. You know that's just that's what boarding is. He fit the definition. Yeah, at least since we're saying there's nothing there, but I mean, if that's Marner getting hit into the boards like that, into the glass like that, it's two minutes. Yeah. Typical Ryan Reeves, though. <laughs> and then he... <laughs> what was I going to say? I forget. Never mind. Um, I on that last point. Shout out Kevin Shattenkirk scoring in that game. First goal. Oh my god, Pasta. That's <laughs> just... Oh yeah, Pasta's shot. 
like his his goal. Oh my god, that shot was beautiful. Um, what the heck? I just got a notification on my phone that forty five dollars at Walmart. What? What? Okay, I'll have to figure out who the hell used my card at Walmart. <laughs> okay, that's a shock. Um, Anyways, as you were saying, sorry <laughs> that made me. Yeah, made me... no, that's fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, Frederick got. Um, Frederick got the go-ahead goal in the third, and I thought, all right, surely the Bruins will be able to hold the lead this season. Nope. They did not. <laughs> it's just not, they're not allowed to. I I don't know what it is, but they they just simply can't. So. Yeah, that, I've noticed that, well, obviously not notice it. I mean, it's a very clear observation that it just seems they just can't one clear the puck two win those defensive zone face-offs that's how it all starts obviously and if you have any concern about the Bruins I think that's the fair one to have yeah I think it was was it six goals in 30 minutes that they've given up uh with when the other team has the goalie pulled I think that's yeah I think so Oh, I scrolled too far. Typical. Uh, league high seven goals in almost thirty minutes against an empty net. <laughs> you've allowed seven. Not you've scored seven on an empty net. You've allowed seven. <laughs> like, there's no difference between. Like, obviously, sure, it's six people instead of five, but it's just a power play. Yeah, and and you can like, who cares about icing? Just ice it. That kills time. You can shoot on the net and try to like win the game, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's just—it's such a weird thing because it's like, how are you so bad at that? Like the occasional last-minute goal. Um. Yeah, the empty net pull. That's gonna happen. That's hockey. You're to be gonna two get into the season. Yeah, not even. But seven goals in twenty games, twenty four games, whatever. That means it's happening like basically every fourth game. That's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good to have that in October, November, December. Hopefully, they get that. Uh... Get that uh, fixed before April. I'll, I'll take it in November if it means. Why? Why? What's happened in April? <laughs> oh, nothing. Especially nothing regarding something you... like this. No, no, no. What are you talking about? I'll yeah. Talk about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, Marshawn won in overtime off of Pasta failing on a breakaway, and then just what an overtime, and then just sending the puck up in the air and being like, "Fuck it, Marshawn's down there somewhere." Um, the Bruins had the most shots. Uh, of a period in overtime. They had seven in the first, ten in the second, nine in the third, and then eleven in overtime. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um the Leafs had five shots. Um, but that was I think that was the second most points in an overtime since or second most shots in an overtime since that was since that's been tracked. I think the most was seventeen. I remember seeing something from um NHL PR about that. So, 
like a historic overtime based on just stats and yeah and i mean it was fun back and forth but it also really hard attack. of course it was matthews to tie it to like come oh on. yeah come on man the moment he got the second i was like there's no way he's not scoring in overtime right finish <laughs> off the hat trick no certainly absolutely but um Mark made like two saves. The puck was there, and it's like, okay, one of these are going in. I don't like this. Yeah, but and I, I obviously both games against the Leafs this year has gone to overtime. Why does Sheldon Keith start David Kampf every overtime? <laughs> because he's good at faceoffs. Um. You're paying, or you're, I guess not right now, but isn't it next year Matthews' extension kicks in 13 and a quarter or something like that? You're paying us your center that much. Put him on the ice to start. Yeah. Well, don't, actually. I like it. Yeah, no, like don't put him on, on the, the ice. ice but, <laughs> what, but are you, just what are you doing? Wild. Stop telling. Just, yeah. Sheldon Keefe, stop listening, because I yeah, know you are. Sheldon Keefe, this is what you should not do. But. Hey, they got Mark Giordano down with a broken finger. That sucks for him. Yeah. 40 years old. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he's still but... playing. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's not bad either. Good for him. But I guess the uh, Leafs got a roll with Connor Timmins, Simon Benoit, William Lagasson, and Maxime Lejoie. Remember him from his Senators days? Yep. Oh. That's a team. That's certainly a team. But hey, they sent John Klingberg and his four point one five million to the moon. <laughs> yeah, they sent him off to some Caribbean island. That's actually crazy that they signed him to four point like a contract. Yeah. They're so lucky they can throw that on LTIR, man. Yep. Fifteen million on LTIR with four different players. Jeez. Well, we move to last night's game against Columbus, which was a 3-1 win, and I watched the first two periods and then not the third period, because of course, Wow! and what happened in the third period? I don't know, did like some random guy like Brad Marchand, I think is his name, have like three goals in like five minutes? <laughs> Apparently he did. <laughs> that was crazy. I guess I didn't even realize in the moment that it was in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's, hey, you know, good for him. I think last episode we were talking about maybe there's a little, not struggles, I don't think that's what we how we described it, but he wasn't producing goals. And hey, <laughs> three and five minutes, keep that pace up, please. Yeah. And I mean, four goals in his last two games, had one against Toronto, yeah, yeah. obviously, the overtime winner can't really complain mm-hmm. about that especially because in the no, five game certainly. five games before that he didn't have a point typical so what <laughs> <laughs> yeah typical for the guy with 885 points hey, in 971 hey. games hey that's a joke mm-hmm. oh my god uh are are you on nhl.com and brad marchand's page is that where you got those stats from or you're on a different page i that's where i got those stats from okay scroll down to his bio <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you want to read that? Brad Marchand has been described as chirpy, antagonistic, indomitable, and 
irritating. <laughs> oh wait, there's more. Ah, uh, there okay. is more. I thought that was all they had, and I was gonna say that that was hysterical. Yeah. The feisty left wing has carved a notable NHL career out of a confrontational game of cat and mouse. His little ball of hate nickname, inherited from Pat Verbeek, is well-earned. When the Boston Bruins visited the White House on January 23, 2012 to commemorate their 2011 Stanley Cup championship, even U.S. President Barack Obama was curious. What's up with that nickname, man? Obama, a Chicago Blackhawks fan, asked Marshall. On the 2019 Stanley Cup playoffs, Marchand led the Bruins with 23 points in 24 games, helping advance to the Cup Final, where they lost in... Alright, I just deafened on Discord for everyone, so you didn't have to hear that. Why these episodes are longer than they need to be. <laughs> sorry, I uh, deafened on Discord while you did that. Oh, so... I'm sorry. So, no one heard. Uh, here, I'll, I'll repeat it later. Mm, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> um... Yeah, Bruins beat Columbus. Shout out, Brad Marchand. Um, Shout out. 23 points in 24 out games this season. Too. No. No. Marchand has okay. four game winning goals. So, solid. So, when he scores, good things happen. Gonna be the game winner. All right. Yep. Um, Lori was sent down. I We basically knew that uh, when we recorded yeah. last. Uh, Bergeron played, it, played, it? played, played in an it. alumni game. And it was it's just not right to see. Yeah. Like, it looks it, like he should still be playing. Literally. And he was introduced as a rookie there because that's, yeah, that is technically true, but man. Man. In wildly different news, Corey Perry Wild rumor aside, what a weird, like, few-day-long saga that was. Yeah, that was... Like, it... the Just the way that everyone was talking about it, and the way that even... um I can't think of the Blackhawks coach's name was, like, talking about it and was asked about it. Like, it made it seem like... A really big thing and it i mean it definitely was but it was just you know normally you have something like that happen because as we found out with perry's statement um there was substance abuse involved normally when something like that happens you see some sort of like statement immediately or people talking about it immediately and not this mm -hmm. longer drawn out sort of i mean it wasn't that drawn out but considering where the internet went uh yeah, it felt that's... like it um sort of that longer process it it was odd just all around mm -hmm. it really was and it, it certainly felt like it was going on for forever <laughs> yeah yeah because it no one was really saying anything and just that he wasn't with the team yeah even before that rumor started, it was just that, yeah, he's not with the team. Yeah, he's not with the team. Yeah, yeah he's not with the team. Oh, he scratched. It started out, he was healthy scratched. And then, it's like, yeah, the next day, it was like, yeah, he's not with the team anymore. Yeah. And I was like, um, why? Uh, we're not going to get into that right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and on this sort of same level, I don't think there's been any sort of update on Milan Lucic and Not whatever is happening there. So, um, on a different note, Taylor Hall is out for the season. That sucks. Yeah. Ever since opening night, it's been one injury after another for him, and now they're and now it's got him out for the up. year. That's yeah. It's too bad, but hopefully he can recover and play Get well back next, to the year. next year. Uh, yeah. Well, here he'll light it up with Bedard, and then he'll convince he'll be a Bedard. Yeah. Convince Bedard to force a trade to the Bruins, and then starting the twenty five twenty six season, Taylor Hall. And Connor Bedard will both be on the Bruins. Interesting. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Totally. Yeah, I. That's probably more likely than Soto to the Yankees, but we'll get to that. Whoa! Stop um, that! No, 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 no. So Mark Andre Fleury um, was threatened by the NHL for not being able to wear a custom-designed mask for Native American Heritage Night that the Wild were hosting. He was threatened, then the team was threatened, and then he wore it anyways, and nothing happened. So the NHL has this policy that, oh, you can't express this, oh, you can't do, like wear anything special, do anything like that, and then they don't even enforce it. So why is the policy in place at all? It should have never been in place in the first place. Absolutely. But why have it if you're literally not going to enforce it? Yeah, and as we, just... we, we saw yesterday, the some Bruins players wore pride, like had pride tape on their sticks and warm-ups. Haven't mm-hmm. heard anything about any sort of punishment for that. NHL loves just making an ass out of themselves, though. We know that. Yeah. Speaking of that mask, that ended up selling for $35,000 in a charity auction. Yeah. Which is insane. That's crazy. Crazy awesome? But crazy. <laughs> crazy yeah um in total the auction raised sixty six thousand six hundred and five dollars in support of the minnesota wild foundation and the american indian family center hmm. so hey nhl come on man yeah continuing continuing on with the goalie talk um anti-ranta <laughs> Owned the Bruins a couple of years ago, but what happened, man? Um, I don't even—I didn't even know that that happened. I see your stat line there. He, Who he, the heck? He hasn't played a game since then. Um, he gave up eight goals on fourteen shots to Tampa on November twenty-fourth for a four twenty-nine oh, save percentage. That's what that was. Yeah, which is the worst. Uh, that's not bad. It's the greatest shooting, like it's the highest shooting percentage for anyone. Um in a game ever and um that's great yeah that's just yeah <laughs> 429 save hey it could have been a 428 i mean i i guess he tried his best <laughs> Hey, if if that was his goal going into the game was to have over 428, you did great, buddy. Good job. Mm. Round of applause. Um, <laughs> and then a goalie that did really well, Tristan Jari scored oh, a goal. Jan wasn't as cool as Olmerk, so I don't care. 
Yep, that's about right. All right. That uh, sounds bitter. Ryan Spooner, 39 points in 35 games, 13 goals, 26 assists. And now the floor is yours to talk about Soto. Well, first, what I was going to say, um, when you first said Ryan Spooner out of habit from a couple of years ago, I almost looked up Krejci. Oh, by the way, I guess it's uh, he's not going to play at all anymore. I know that there was talk that there was what the world championships and maybe something else uh, in the future. But the other day it came out that he officially retired from hockey as a whole due to his lower body injury. That. Yeah, there wasn't really any like massive post about it. It was... Um, I don't know if whether it was his agent or like his agent's uh, GMG Hockey. Let me see. On behalf of the GMG Hockey Agency, we would like to inform you that our client, David Krejci, has decided today at, at the age of 37 to end his playing career due to health reasons. Mm. So, um, love you, check. David Krejci. <laughs> yeah. And he was oh, hey. having a press conference at some point during the next week. That was set on the first. So, love you, David Krejci. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, Juan Soto's going to be a Yankee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, okay. I'll be honest. I don't know if he'll be a Yankee. <laughs> really? But <laughs> they need need to get him. Um, you know, it reminds me of when like Bryce Harper was a free agent. Brian Cashman made a fool out of himself twice. He said, "Oh, we like our guys. Their guys were guys coming off a rookie year, which they did well. They both turned out to be garbage." <laughs> um, and also, um, did you notice in the playoffs where Bryce Harper was playing this year? Like. Like position? What position? Yeah, where no. he was playing. What position? He's playing I... first base. You know what oh. Brian Cashman said about Bryce Harper? That he didn't even think he could play first base in the future. Like, so, call me crazy, but first base is the easiest position to play. <laughs> and you're not no? crazy. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, so for the, this was for the most part you stand there, you stretch a little. You don't have to make like running plays often. You're not making insane throws across the di- like you're just you're you're at the base pretty much the whole time. Maybe a few feet away, but Yeah. So in December 2018, Brian Cashman indicates that Bryce Harper isn't a fit for the Yankees. Said the team already has six outfielders and that playing Harper at first is is not realistic. <laughs> God, it sure, it it sure would also, be bad for that team to have good players. Uh, yeah, Brian Cashman thinks so too. <laughs> so I mean, they have to. They they have to, and then they could get Yamamoto too. Is the reports that they're that's like the other guy that they're I guess in on, but it's the Yankees, so <laughs> they're just gonna get Cody Bellinger and they're gonna call it a day. And then meanwhile, the Blue Jays are gonna get Otani. To be fair, the Jays have been reported in both the Soto and Otani talks. 
Watch Soto go to like the Red Sox or some shit. I will. Cr- I will only be okay <laughs> with that if the Jays get Otani, which is That's fair. And then all, uh, the Yankees still will a get long shot. Ellinger, and we'll just have fun. Yeah, all three of us. Okay. Yeah. When once I saw the Jays name start to pop up in these conversations for both Otani and Soto, I'm just like, I I am gonna get hurt. I. Like, now that that's even an idea in my mind, like, that Otani could potentially sign, I just know I'm going to get hurt. Oh, I've, I've been through this enough. <laughs> I mean, definitely not specifically with someone at this caliber, because wherever Otani signs, it'll be probably the, like, greatest signing in sports history, at least North American sports history, right? Like, yeah. I've seen a lot like outside where... of, you know, maybe Messi or Ronaldo whenever they've signed somewhere, but yeah, like for North American sports, that'll be the biggest signing ever. <laughs> then meanwhile, when an NHL player makes eight million plus, it's like whoa, whoa, <laughs> look at Tyler Myers go. Okay, oh. he doesn't make that much. Look at Darnell Nurse go; he makes nine and a half. <laughs> Um, I've seen stuff about Otani and the Dodgers. If he goes to the Dodgers, I will be mad. But I'll be happy because he'll be in the National League at least. Yeah, and also the Dodgers won't win anyways. That's now so... I've tempted fate. But... <laughs> yeah, you're, you're on a roll tonight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I've tempted Basically... fate, but um, I don't know, like... I never expect the Dodgers. to make a big signing anymore. I just... Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. Anyways. Do you want to talk about your Wait, Cowboys? Um, Big game against the Eagles could be for falling. I guess it will be basically for first place and well, first place in the division and maybe even the first seed. Um, I'd like to think the Cowboys can win at home against the Eagles. The Eagles didn't look that great when the Cowboys played them last, but the Eagles were home, so I don't know. But the Cowboys, you know, just when you think things are going right for them, it's when they hit the ground so hard that just breaks my heart every year. So have they? They still haven't beat a team with a winning record, right? Well, the Seahawks were six and five, mm, and but now they're six and six. They okay, played them. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that counts as being a team with a winning record. Stop. Mm. Don't even say it. yes because mm. they had a winning record before the game. Mm, yeah, they but now they don't, right? So it's you know, oh if you, my if you... gosh, this will be the thing when they be. Oh my god! <laughs> but also to be fair for the Cowboys, like people act as if they've just been losing a whole bunch to teams over five hundred. They've only played. The Forty ers and the Eagles that they lost to, which though it's not like they're. I don't know. Their schedule's weird. I mean, now it's it gets. It's not like really it's not they, like they've lost to bad teams. Yeah, and they've only they've only played bad teams or like the top of the league. Which don't ask me what happened against the Cardinals because they shouldn't have lost that game. But that was way back in oh, September. Right. <laughs> but um, I mean, they play the Eagles, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Lions, and then the Commanders. So. I mean, hey, they're going to have a chance to prove themselves, which is usually when they don't. So They didn't get Shaquille Leonard, which sucks, but whatever. Give him to the Eagles. 
Meanwhile, but Dak Prescott for MVP. And okay. what's going on in Green Bay besides Taylor <laughs> Swift losing? Yeah, Taylor Swift's first loss in attendance. Uh, it's a love story. Yeah, what's, I, the, what's behind that? I saw you posted that a couple times on different things. The love story, like did they? Did, Jordan it Love. Like a... It's it's just Jordan Love. Oh, love! Oh my God! I can't believe I missed that. Yeah, okay. it's it's just Jordan Love. It's just a play on yeah. Um, okay, I was looking too deep into things. I thought maybe the Packers played that song towards the end of the game or something. They should have. That's what I thought happened, and I thought, wow, I kind of like it. No, it's okay. It's, it's very just, simple. Yeah, it's just it's okay. a love story. I yep. was looking too far. All right. Yep. I just Fair I enough. literally just tweeted it when they won. So yeah. Um, gotcha. Yeah, they beat the Chiefs. They beat the Lions. I remember in it, like I talked um, in our last episode, like if they can, if they can win one of the two games against the Lions or the Chiefs, they definitely have a shot at the playoffs. And they won them both. Good for them. And now oh. their last five games of the year are against the Giants, Bucks, Panthers, Vikings, and Bears, which is very, very doable. Certainly sounds it. But is there anything like my team? The doable is never doable. Yeah. Um, so not to interrupt you, uh Elliot Friedman just tweeted the cap estimate next year is approximately eighty seven point six seven five. That's a just under five million increase. Damn. The Bruins are gonna sign. I think the Bruins are gonna sign Otani. I'm gonna be looking that. at this all wrong. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tweet that. <laughs> He's a he's a two he's a two way player. I've ever thought of a two he's a two sport player. player. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's do that. Get on it, Don. Let's be real. Otani's gonna sign for like sixty percent of the NHL salary cap. <laughs> Their entire year <laughs> revenue. Yeah, of the league. He's gonna like he's signing for at least fifty million a year for like ten years. That's five hundred million dollars. Like that's that's what Mahomes got, right? I yeah. think that's the exact contract Mahomes got. I know Burrow's mm-hmm. making more or whatever, but I'd be surprised if Otani isn't the highest paid North American yeah, no, absolutely. sports player. I don't know what Messi makes, but I doubt it's what it, actually what is Messi's salary? Um. Wow. Point four million. This claim. Wait. Mm, no, this isn't like a. I'm sorry. It, it might be sixty mil. MS MLS salary. Messi will make twenty million in guaranteed compensation. Messi's management deal is worth between fifty million and sixty million per year from his salary, signing bonus, and equity in the team. Oh yes, because he has. You're right. Forgot part of the about the team. <laughs> so that's not part of his like... deal. Real yeah. well, it, it's part of why he signed. But uh, yeah. Could you imagine just like someone like a sports franchise coming and saying, "Not only do we want to pay you a ridiculous amount of money, we just want to give you, you know, part ownership of the organization." <laughs> that's crazy. The Packers that's should what... do that for every free agency. They're they're literally publicly that's owned. That's right. <laughs> Just I be like, we're that. gonna we're gonna sell some stocks straight to you. <laughs> you 
you can literally own the team. Let's see how Packers stock is doing. <laughs> oh my god, never mind. It's not going to be for me to look up. All right. Anyways. Well. Shout out Lionel Messi. Shout out Shoei Otani. <laughs> shout out Co Cody Bellinger. Anyone else? Uh, shout out Brad Marchand. And on that note, unless you have anything else to add. I don't. We will, we will end this here. Um, truth be told, we did not talk about when the next episode would be um, before we started recording, so we'll see. And assume two weeks. It, that's the usual. Just assume two weeks. It's December. Who cares? So we'll be back some point then. So thank you for listening if you made it this far. And Brad Marchand is my king. <laughs>